Hello and welcome to the Tipsy Sewist Podcast. Co-hosted by Ellen the Stitches and Hazel and the Machine. Join us today when we are talking about tips we tell our newbie sewing selves. Well done. <laughs> so grab your favourite tipple, let's have a giggle. Woohoo! Oh, yeah. Happy Wednesday. Well, so we don't know what day it would be. It's Wednesday for us though, so that's fine. Yeah, but what day is it going to be on the 14th of August? Wednesday. Wait. The 1st of August. 1st of August. No. Yeah, the 1st of August. The 1st of August. Welcome to the 1st of August. Anyway, who cares what day it is? <laughs> All that matters is it's a new Tipsy Service episode day. Yes. Uh, anything uh, else? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I'm still unwell, so I'm not drinking. We're still on the agua. Agua, yeah. Agua liberati. Someone bought me this. Do you know what it is? Oh. What's what? This. My friend bought it for me. It's webbing. No, mending kit. No, it's thread. Kit. So, like, if you take it out, you can pull... You basically take it with you and it's... um, You've got a thread to match, so you can just sew. Oh. Yeah. Okay, right, guys. Just to let you know, I someone gave me this and I didn't know what it was. It's called the mending kit. And it looks like webbing, doesn't it? Cause yeah. Because it's, like, hundreds of different threads threaded together to make this, like, inch-long Braid. strip. But Hazel's just told me that you can remove the colours. Yeah. And then mend with it. Okay, great. Thank yeah. you. Or like <clears throat> hand sewing. So if you were just sewing buttons, you could do that. Oh, so I could just... They will definitely have the right colours. Yeah, look. Like, that's a, millions of colours. 18, actually. 18? <laughs> it says 18 colours at the top. That <laughs> is very close to a million. I genuinely thought it was a lot more because I think that looks very different when... Yeah, it looks like loads and loads and loads of different colours. I was, I am also surprised it's only 18. Only, I suppose 18 colours is actually quite a few colours. Do you really think so? Because I do not think so. I can name 18 colours. All right, go on. Red, yellow, blue, green, purple, pink, mauve... Um, lilac, um, black, grey, orange, gold, silver. Hang on, you've already said orange. No, I haven't. Anyway, we're done now. <coughs> you also missed blue, which I found it. Oh, yeah. Fuck, <laughs> fuck blue. Um, so today's episode, we are, we were going to be calling it, like, advice we would give beginner sewers but then we were like who are we to give advice so we've re-changed that doesn't make sense we've re-evaluated the name of the episode and it's going to be like advice we would give our younger selves or our new new sewist versions of ourselves and general things that we wish we'd known or Mm -hmm. tips and tricks that we did know and we enjoyed knowing and just kind of a help for anyone that wants to get into sewing or is a beginner sewer and wants to better work out their practice yeah whatever that means take advice from people who clearly have no idea what they're doing exactly this is is what we do right (laughs) we have a podcast which most people who have podcasts have podcasts because they're the most knowledgeable person in their field but that's not the case for this podcast i mean to be fair i think the entire premise mostly except for today of our podcast is to get drunk and chat shit so yeah exactly so we're gonna try and be slightly informative i guess um what is something that you wish you'd known when you started sewing i don't need all the tools i when i first started sewing i want instagram i'd see people using different things and i'd like have to have it same that's the reason why i bought a dress form and i don't need this dress form (coughs) i'm so sorry everyone no don't worry 
Do you want a cup of tea? Oh, it's fine. Don't worry. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. It's two episodes now. I've recommended a cup of tea. I know. I would have said yes, but now I can't bother to move and go back Fair. to the kitchen. Yeah, so like my dress form, like yeah. I only use that for like displaying my garments. Yeah. I mean, mum and I got very into the idea of a rotary cutter and a cutting board. So we got a rotary cutter Same. and a cutting board. I now don't have a rotary cutter and a cutting board and I think it's safer <laughs> and more accurate with my scissors. Um, I do. So I bought the rotary cutter and cutting board. As you can see, the cutting board's down there. Yeah. And I did use it a lot, um, especially for like smaller garments mm. or like when I was making pants or yeah. when I was making like face masks and things like that. And then my rotary blade has since got dull and I haven't replaced it. And I haven't missed it because my my board is not as big as some other people's. Yeah. So other people, they have big boards that fit across the whole of their table so that when they can do their whole cutting out project with the rotary cutter. Mine is only small, so you keep having to move it and then it becomes mm. annoying. So yeah, I agree with that. I don't think you need a rotary cutter. I think if you're very lucky and you have the space to have a big table, definitely get a big ro- big cutting board. And yeah, it does make a difference. I do miss also, having a whole table space. Yeah, I guess I cut in the I cut on the dining table. Yeah, I mean, I I I do think it's accurate though. I know you don't think it's as accurate. I think I'm more accurate with a rotary cutter than I am with scissors. So I think I used to get a bit cocky with the rotary cutter, and I'd often end up snipping a little bit of the paper off with it. Yeah. Okay. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. So. Um, but I, I get your original point about tools. Mm. I also wanted all of the tools. Yeah. And I did, like, as you can see, like, around my sewing room, I do have things, tools, gadgets, thing like, bits and pieces that I don't use. Yeah. And I think that is from being, like, I want to be a great sewist. In order to be a great sewist, I need to have the all of these gadgets. other people have. Yeah. Although I, I do want to buy those electric scissors. Oh my god! I, I yes, I also want the duck build scissors. They are really nice. Yeah, I really want a pair of those. Like when I tell people I have seven pairs of scissors, they're like, "Why seven? Mm. I don't know how it's happened. How? That's insane. Some of them have been gifted. So fair. But uh, yeah, I have like two pairs of um. Uh, whatever they're called, pinking shears, because mm-hmm. my friend bought me one for my birthday because yeah. she was like, oh, I didn't think you'd have them. And she went into a sewing shop to get me a birthday present and they were like, oh, not many people have pinking shears. Like, buy yeah. her those. So now I have two pairs of pinking shears. Nice. I have two pairs of fabric scissors. I have two pairs of paper scissors. Mm-hmm. And then I have... Oh, God, I've got more than seven. And then I've got two of the, like, small gold... Thread snips. Thread snips. I've got three pairs of those. I love them, and but I can never find them. But I also have. Did you get in your advent calendar from Fabric? The teeny like, ones. Teeny tiny. I've been looking for them are. all day. <laughs> I literally. There they are. Uh, oh yeah, there they are. Yeah, I can't. So find they're one. teeny tiny tiny teeny scissors. Mm-hmm. Again, something that you don't need. We were given them in our Fabric Godmother advent yes. calendars. I mean, I absolutely love them. I also got another pair from when we went up to Craft Cotton Company. Yeah, the little gold ones. Yeah, that's the ones I've got. Yeah, and I've got another pair that are seahorse yeah i love the snip scissors i think actually as a beginner sewist you do need a pair of yeah. those because snips, so i useful. keep i always if i don't have a small pair of scissors near me i won't cut off my threads no do you know what i started doing so you know with my liberty ribbon mm. i tied mine to a pair and then when i start sewing i loop them around my neck <gasps> 
Oh, yeah. My, that is a game changer. That it's is absolutely life changing. the most intelligent thing I've ever done because I will just so assume and I will rather than use the. I actually can't thread, believe I you just said that. I'm in shock, Hazel, because that that it's... is next level shit. Thank you. I was really proud when I thought of it. Um, we are trademarking that. I'm sure. And we're gonna <laughs> no, we're gonna make we're gonna make tipsy sewers like lanyards. <laughs> For your thread snip. For your, for your thread snip. You do have to thread it through both handles. Because if you put it through one, they flap open. And I was oh, terrified. Oh, that is dangerous. Yeah, so you have to thread them through both handles. So it's like a little... Oh, maybe, it's, maybe it is still dangerous. Yeah, it's not great. I have stabbed my leg before. But not badly. But like I leant forward and got stuck in the mm. But it was fine. Oh my God. We should take a photo of it though and put it on... Yeah. I'm a big I'll fan of that. I'm definitely going to start doing that like from tonight. It was honestly genius i'm so proud of you thank you um so in terms of tools that you need right if you're a beginner mm. sewist when we started out chalk I, I don't know babes i don't think you need chalk i use chalk all the time do you reckon yeah i mark the front and back of pattern pieces or i mm. mark the back of fabric but I'm not okay sure. fine sure so chalk is very relatively inexpensive you can get it for like yeah. a pound i feel like let's without talking about a sewing machine i think you can get all the tools you need for under 25 pounds you don't think so no really my scissors were 40 okay that is insane first of all no they're ldh scissors yeah but that's because that i was called you sam then because i was yeah. getting annoyed at you <laughs> hazel <laughs> We're talking about people who are trying a hobby that they may not want to do forever and ever. They're not dressmakers. They don't need to have the most expensive scissors. I had the basic hobby craft... I've just touched the thing. I had the basic hobby craft fabric scissors for like the first year of mm. my sewing. And they were fine. Fair. No, no, no. Fair, and they fair. were like under like, £10. Fair enough, yeah. No, fair enough. I don't think my scissors that I use now... Are, mine are from Amazon. Mm. And I think they were like 18 These ones. Very oh, heavy. The ones right in front of me. Really nice. Yeah. Like Fair. really sharp. I've not really had an issue with them. So I understand like your scissors are gonna be amazing. <laughs> it's like another pair of scissors. Yeah, they were gifted from uh, William Morris. William G. Oh yeah, not William Morris. <laughs> Imagine William Morris. William Morris raised up from the dead to give me a pair of uh, fabric scissors. scissors. Um You can get cheaper ones. I just had a voucher and no, I you do was you. moving. And You're I was very like, experienced. You're an experienced sewer, so mm. you can have nice big tools. I'm just thinking like if we were to do a starter pack for yeah. sewers, which we should do and link to an Amazon we can do that. We can, we can put it on our link tree. Yeah, like, we'll put like it on our know. link tree. On what? Like to know. I mean, I don't know if that works for, but it's no, like on our link tree. We can just do an Amazon list, an Amazon storefront. We'll just do an Amazon list, and we'll just list. But I'm sure there's one where we can list, like, I don't know. I'll talk about what I'm trying to. Trying well, to anyway, we might not end up doing that. Lastly. We always talk about things, and then we don't do it. But I feel like you could have like a starter pack for a reasonable amount of money, right? So you have got fabric scissors. I think you then need paper scissors, which you can buy from IKEA for like a yeah. pound or or Wilco or whatever. I got mine from Dunelm. Yeah, literally like one or two pounds. Random scissors. Thread snips. Thread snips. So that's your third pair of scissors. Or snips are they can be different to yeah. scissors as well. Then I think you need just like thirty pins and a pin cushion. Ah, uh, see, I didn't have a pin cushion when I first started. But where did you put your pins? Back in the bowl. Mm. I used to take around the little plastic. Um, yeah, I find thing. that tricky. 
Yeah, it was a bit lethal. And occasionally you would catch it and they'd just go everywhere. Yeah, really. I would say maybe add to your toolkit a, um, like, a pincushion or a magnetic pin whatever dish. dish i love the my ethel and joan yeah the ethel and joan one's super nice i don't think you need a french curve or any type of ruler no, i don't have either and i don't miss i them. do have both but it's because i do pattern uh it's like self-drafting i self-drafted and pattern pattern the other day a what i self-drafted my first pattern the other day well done what was it it's a round neck dress just really simple um oh i'll show you this inspo picture Okay, cute. Right, um, I'll continue. Yeah, you continue. I'll find so, that. So, right, where have I got to? I also think that you need just, obviously for your sewing machine, you need a selection of needles. So, this... See, I don't think we can do this for under 25 quid. You can buy, like, one pack of needles, do you not think? No, they're, like, £4, £5 each. Yeah, but you can get the selection, which is, like, you've got two fine, two medium, two heavyweight. Yeah, fair. Okay, fine. Maybe I am clutching at straws. But then, yes, maybe some chalk. But then also your machine, if you have a machine, they always come with them already. Yeah. Mine came with like five. Because we're not going to go in talking about like thread and stuff because that's... No. We're talking about literally the Like basics. tools. Yeah. The basic tools you need. Scissors. I feel like fabric that's scissors, it. Fabric scissors, paper scissors, thread snips. I think you definitely need a chalk. Needle. Pins. Sorry, pins and a cushion. Hand sewing needles. Done. That's all. Those are the things I use on a regular basis. Yeah. Things that are nice to have are the, like, pointer pushers. I don't, still don't have one of those. What do you use? What, to point out the... the corners and, like, corners and stuff. Literally whatever I can see around me. A pencil, needles. the end of my scissors. Um, knitting needles are really good for that, actually. I literally, I don't use anything like that. But um, you will also want a zip foot but that will come with your sewing machine yeah but so, i think just if you're just starting you're not gonna be making things with a zipper you're gonna oh, be making yeah, that's like true. the tilly buttons indigo that pulls on over your head that's true okay fine yeah so we also are gonna like write this list and make it look nice and we'll put it on as a post right she says we you'll do it right hazel will do it <laughs> yes um an iron yeah everyone's got an iron that's true. I mean, I didn't, but whatever. But now I have an iron. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> you didn't have an iron? No. What did you do? Well, I never used to iron any of my clothes. And you didn't press seat fair? No, but then I started getting... I got an iron when I started sewing. I got that mini iron. Yeah. That's how old it is. <laughs> it's so cute, though. Um, what else would you say? I would say... Uh, we're moving away from tools. Like, advice... Uh, like get online like i i think instagram and the sewing community on instagram is a really helpful tool for a beginner sewist it's where i found all the patterns that i sew today it's where i found people that were in the same position as me just starting out were making the same mistakes or what were giving out advice things like that i think obviously a lot of the people that listen to our podcast are already on instagram not everyone but a lot so you can find people who, if you follow us on Instagram, like check other people that follow us. They might be in this in a similar boat to you. Follow them. Follow hashtags, pattern companies that you like. Like follow Tilly and the Buttons. Follow Friday Pattern Company because they're always posting tutorials. Or I just get I go down rabbit holes. I like one pattern. I look at the pattern hashtag like 
before I made the Adeline trousers, I looked at the Adeline trouser hashtag. I'll see someone that's a similar size to me that's made the trousers and I'll follow them because they've made a really good pair and we've got mm. similar body types. I comment and say, hey, I know there could be a post from like two years ago. And I comment being like, hey, I'm about to make these trousers. Did you have any issues with the zip? Mm. And like 10 times out of 10, they reply. It is it. a very valuable research res- um, research tool in Resource. To Resource, that's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Yeah, it is. And I think there are so many lovely people on it and you can do learn so much from it. And there is no harm in saving posts. I've got a whole po- whole folder in my saved items on Instagram of just sewing inspiration. Yeah, And too. also sewing tips and tricks. Yeah, because having worked for a, pat- for a pattern company, we try and post tips and tricks because obviously that's what people like. Mm-hmm. And so if you follow all the sewing pattern companies or all the fabric companies, you're bound to see a lot of great tips yeah. and tricks. The negative to Instagram is, like, don't feel like... You have to you sew, have to all, sew the all the things. The, yeah, like... I felt like when I first started sewing, I had to sew all the new patterns. Yeah, we both said this. We sewed patterns that looked stupid on us that we would never, ever wear in our in our everyday mm-hmm. wardrobe. Or have never sewn it, since. Yeah, because everybody else was doing it. And I think there's two sides to that. Do it for practice, go for it. Yeah. If you're going to be learning new skills or you want to try something out or you don't really care. Like, I'm one of those people that I'm like, I want to consume as much learning material as mm. possible, as quickly as possible, because I just love learning. So I was, someone was like, oh, there's this pattern. Okay, great, I'm going to make it. There's this. Okay, great, so I can learn how to do darts. There's this, so I can learn how to do zips. Even though I, I haven't made those patterns since, I feel like that was a valuable learning experience for me. But on the other side of it, if you have limited time and you really want to like be particular about your skills just sew what you want to sew Mm -hmm. and if that's not going to get you loads of likes on instagram because it's not a very cool or interesting pattern it doesn't matter like i made last week a couple of vests and a t-shirt i know that on instagram those kind of posts do really badly i don't share them i still do because i'm like i made a Mm t-shirt i enjoyed making this t-shirt and i want to post about it yeah I post that knowing that no one will really care, but it's more for me. And I also really just want to... I guess it's different for me and Hazel because we like to see ourselves as, like, content creators within sewing. And so we're we're not just documenting our sewing. We do try and make interesting content. What Says, says Elle about me, who has not posted okay, for well, like three I, weeks. I, I try and make interesting content when I can. Yeah. And... I fucking hate, sorry, but the only time you get likes <laughs> sorry. is when you've made something really cool and statement and exactly. that everyone wants to see. So like my it? orange lace dress, yeah. it kind of like blew up a little bit on, on Instagram, blew up, lol, within our very small community. Um, but yeah, a picture of me in a t-shirt is not going to get no. many likes. But I think we should be celebrating... Little wins. Yeah, and, and sewing anything. Yeah. I love sewing. It's one of my passions. And so if I see, like, Tammy Handmade has a new t-shirt pattern. I've seen loads of people posting t-shirts. I love it. Mm. I think that we shouldn't have to just be, like, glorifying only sewing ball gowns. And it's yeah. a thing that's happened over the last year, I found in particular, that, like, if you're not sewing a big ball gown or if a pattern company is not creating this mad new pattern, you it doesn't do as well yeah um but so i think the l- yeah. short answer sorry i just got on a rant about instagram <laughs> the small summary to that is 
don't feel like you have to do everything just because you've seen it online. And also, you don't actually have to even post online, but it's such say, a yeah. great resource. It really is. Yeah, just follow people. You don't have to post anything yourself. Don't feel like you have to put yourself out there just because people like me and Hazel say that we put ourselves out there because everyone's different. Like, you don't have to post your makes. I also just started putting it all out there because I literally had nothing else to do in lockdown. Yeah, we were locked down <laughs> sewers. It's a very different type of sewing. Like... <laughs> Now we have lives, we do post a lot less. A lot less. I sew a lot less. To be fair, though, I say I sew a lot less, but I think I've got about four four things I've sewn and I haven't photographed and I haven't yeah. posted. And I've also got, like, four things in my back pocket that I haven't posted as well. Like, I just can't be bothered. What do you mean? You probably won't... Sorry, I'm just bending out to put Um, I just, like, the posts are ready to go, but I'm just... Yeah, I feel like one, at least two of them. I feel like it's been so long since I went to Greece. I can't really post them. I also uh, don't love my pictures. No, my don't be silly. Really? Yeah. I'm sure they it. look great. Just fuck it, like post it. I'm very wary that me and Hazel sound like we only sew, or maybe me actually, only sew for Instagram. In fairness, that's that was not also the case. one of the questions, one of the ones that came up a lot is people wanted to know about sewing. So sewing and social media yeah that's why i'm trying to so we we put a um a poll like a question on our instagram stories last week saying what would you guys want to hear about on the podcast and that's where this episode came from and also yeah i was touching on that yeah we did get a lot of questions asking about sewing and social media so it's, it's a really tricky one because obviously i don't want to sound like biased because i do sometimes get paid for posting stuff on social media but i also sometimes find it really difficult for my mental health Mm. um social media and sewing because I feel like I have to post a lot and I feel like if I don't post something super exciting and interesting that's taken me like 25 hours to make then I'm not fulfilling my role as like an interesting sewing content creator which is a role that I'm trying to be you know so that's me personally you not everyone wants to be a no. sewing instagrammer <laughs> and it's not a life of luxury um so but yeah, if you do are know. a newbie sewist and you want to share what you're doing and you've got questions just put it out there in the community tag the relevant companies message people you like on instagram when you think have made really nice stuff and ask for advice like it's such a welcoming wholesome community yeah i've made it sound really bad i've made it sound really bad but look at me and hazel we we found each other on instagram for those of you who don't know because i feel like lots of people like (laughs) have joined later but me and hazel like became friends because i slid into her dms and asked her if she wanted to go for a coffee but she was aggressive she asked me like five times that is not true do not spread that rumor do not spread that rumor um so i i think that everyone is very kind like and i'm not saying that people are mean about like posting t-shirts or whatever i feel like i've gone off on a a bit of a bad tangent on that one everyone is super super but i know what you mean if it's not something that has just it's not topical people are just not interested yeah and maybe it's because they're just scrolling sometimes Mm. i scroll and forget to like and i'm like oh that's cool but i don't actually interact i'm guilty of that as well so i just because people aren't commenting, I shouldn't take it that they're not interested. I think mm. it's really lovely when we start asking each other questions and we start commenting on posts <laughs> or in so DMs or whatever. I DMs though being like, hey, I saw you made this, do you have any advice? And I'm like, yeah, just just breathe, just chill, it's great. And I'm like, I don't know what to say, the pattern was great. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love it. 
Someone asked me yesterday, what, how did I find my experience sewing the Peony Fabric Godmother in mm. comparison to the Tilling the Buttons at Indigo? And I found that really interesting question because to me, very they different. were so different. But very similar, I suppose. But, to, but I guess to someone just looking at the picture of me in that dress, they look similar. Yeah. But I was like, it's so different because the Peony has a zip. It has all these darts. It's snatched as well, like. It's not. Is it not? No, this is the this is where the questions come from. I thought it was really like tailored, not tailored. There's like a, but, like, there's like no, there's like a inch and a half ease per side. There's like three inches of waist ease. Oh my god! So I brought mine in. So it's food room. Yeah, it's it's not a it's not super super tight fitting. I thought it was gonna be really tight. No. Well, maybe mm. it's supposed to. I don't know, but I had three inches. Uh, maybe I should have sized down. I mean to be. Oh, I'll have a look at the hashtag later and see, draw my Yeah, I don't think it's super tight fitting. No, I suppose I think that's why yeah. someone thought it was like the indigo. Maybe that is just me. Maybe I should have sized down, but I really like it. I, I, it I took like it fitted you really well. Yeah, I took in a centimetre from each side. Mm. Um, so but I, I could have taken in what? another two centimetres, but I chose not to. You want wriggle room, don't you? Yeah. Um, but anyway, tight sorry. Room. Um... Yeah, questions, Instagram. There's also, in your area, there's, like, meetups. Um, I know, like, lots of newbie sewists or long-time mm. sewists go to the New Craft House Party in London. They do, like, four parties a year, which are, like, sewing meetups. Yeah. Um, Minerva is doing, like, a 25-year celebration party in Manchester. Oh, that's cool. I think cool. tickets are, like, £60, though, but I think you get, like, a dinner and stuff. Um, I oh. know... Fabric Godmother do them in Brighton. Yeah, that's true. They have true. sewing, like, evenings where you can go and sew, for, I think, as a collective from, like, yes. 6 to 9pm. And they have open days as well. And Tamlin does, um, she does, like, a Sewn on the Tyne yes. Newcastle meetup as well every mm-hmm. month. So there are, and if they oh, don't have it. in Buckinghamshire. Sorry, I'm now oh, remembering yeah. all these things. Yeah. There's one in Coventry, I think, as well. And I think there might. Anyway, it, like, find people in your local area. Make friends. And make friends with them. I, I know loads of people now that have made sewing friends by, like, dipping into their DMs. Yeah. Anyway, you might not want to do that. You might not want any sewing friends. And social media might not be for you. That's fine. So more, let's move that to the side. YouTube is your best friend. I think... Oh, I never watch YouTube tutorials. Okay, I am a beginner yeah. sewist that basically was yeah. taught via YouTube. I couldn't do the burrito method at all, no matter how many times I read all of these instructions. YouTube. I still watch videos of fly zips. I still, to this day, watch videos of how to do, like, certain, like, more challenging techniques. I follow along. I feel like I'm quite a good seems just at this stage of my life but I still follow along like some tutorials of like how to make a makeup bag yeah which oh yeah I just because I want my hand to be held and I want to do like a nice easy um project yeah Yeah, so I do think that that YouTube is great what else did I want to say sorry I feel like I have so much to say about this because I feel like when I started out I didn't know I know you Mm -hmm. had your (laughs) mum I didn't know anyone that sewed and I was in lockdown I hadn't really discovered sewing on Instagram I was kind of like very much alone in it I found the telly and the buttons books really help because you had five projects in that you could do starting really easy and going up to like a dress so if you can get your hands on one of the telly and the buttons books love at first sight love at first stitch um is the first one and I definitely recommend that there's also um 
like clubs you can join like the like sewing like sew over it do like their stitch school yeah so you can go and find classes in your local communities but it's well, online like though yeah but a lot of them oh, do, yeah, do yeah, it yeah. online. Um, I think there's a sewing school in Bath or Bristol, made made handmade by me or something. No, that's made. I don't know. I can't remember. I'll we'll find it. And they do online classes or they do in person classes. I think that's oh, also okay, where cool. Bella's doing one of her. Um, I'm talking about her like I know. <laughs> what? Yeah. Her bra cams. What Bella made. Yeah, and I think just like fail a little a little bit. Yes, this is another thing. I want us to touch on. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. There are so many patterns I made when I was first started sewing that I wish I'd made again immediately after doing it just so really? I could yeah, so I could hone in on those skills and learn better techniques. Um, because, <coughs> yeah, it's very easy to mess up. Mm. It's also very easy to use the wrong things. A lot of my early days projects, I used completely the wrong interfacing because I bought a cheap one <laughs> and it was so plasticky. Crunchy. Yep. So all of my initial garments were super crunchy with this interfacing Same. and I hated it. And I wish I'd gone... It put me off some patterns and I really <coughs> wish I'd gone back. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. We got a sick L. I'm going to cut it out. Um, I really wish I'd gone back and remade some of them with the correct tools so I could learn from my mistake of using a cheap tool and yeah doing it correctly fabric as well just yeah. using the wrong fabric it's fine if you make a mistake yeah like i also i would just use cotton for everything at the start yeah. it's don't so worry about viscous or crepe or like definitely don't use like satin or skit silk which is the mistakes that i made because i didn't know what all these fabrics were like i cotton is your best friend i hadn't heard of rayon or viscous no and so I didn't really know what it was, but it's everywhere on every fabric website. But just stick to cotton and also cut up every duvet sheet that you have or that oh anyone wants to throw away. I made such a nice dress out of a duvet. Yeah, I've seen quite a few nice dresses out of duvets and stuff. And also like old blankets and that sort of thing. There's um, Freya Simone on Instagram. She's now actually like a designer basically who makes clothes. But she started out in, on the sewing community quite a bit because she would upcycle um, mm. quilts into dresses and skirts and stuff and then she started quilts selling them. sound hard though yeah but it's the, it's the principle isn't it like use expendable things you maybe have or can yeah get while really you're learning cheap. yeah yeah I, that's why i think duvets are great because we've already always got like one lying around that maybe is an, on its last legs cut it up and that gives you like four or five meters of fabric yeah. that you can then play around with go on a circle skirt calculator make a circle skirt with a waistband you'll have to learn how to hem that circle skirt which is always going to be a tricky bitch. and challenging but you don't really need anything apart from uh, some fabric mm. your measurements tape measure oh my god a tape measure that's we one forgot the fucking about basics. tape measure i have five that's insane five tape measures and i don't know where they've all come from that is crazy sorry mum, if you suddenly have no tape measure um <laughs> what else do i want to say oh yeah um you're going to have to say no to making a lot of things for a lot of people. Oh, my God. If I had a penny for every time someone went, oh, my God, I love your dress. And I'm like, thanks, I made it. And they're like, will you make me one? No. And I'm like, no. Or people telling you, oh, so when are you going to, like, turn it into a business? You don't have to turn it into a business. Oh, I know. When people start talking about monetizing, I'm like, no, thank you. It's a hobby. Yeah, just tell it's people fun. that you love it. Like, you have over the years, you have to think of so many different excuses as to why but now i just say 
if I start doing this and selling it to you or making it for you, I, I will lose the joy and it's my most important thing, like, that I find mm. joy from my hobby. And when they when you say that, most people tend to stop asking. Yeah, they do. But I think also my favourite thing is when people go, if I paid you, and they think they're being... And they are, in the bottom of their heart, they're being, they feel like they're doing the right thing by saying, I will pay you to make me something. But they'd have Which, to pay you creator, £300. Yeah, but I don't think they realise that. But as a creator, like, I think they're showing their appreciation, but you do sit there and you go... I just categorically do not want to make someone something for someone who is five inches taller than me, a couple of dress sizes smaller than me. Like, do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, and also I don't have enough time to sew for myself. I definitely don't have enough. Well, I mean, remember, I did start selling. I did did start selling dungarees because people did convince me to do it. It was. I'm not saying it's anyone else's fault. I was locked down. I didn't have a job. It's slightly different. I like. I had yeah. a lot of time on my hands, and I did enjoy it. And I learned a lot from making all those dungarees of how to sew neatly, mm-hmm. yeah. um, which I forget about all the time. But yeah, <laughs> I think it's more of the fact that like, do this as a like a creative outlet. That's enjoy what it and I do would it for you. If we if I was to give myself advice from when I was younger. Don't feel like you have to learn as fast as everyone else. Don't feel like you have to, as in like, when I say learn, like be good. Like gain those skills as quickly as everyone else. Don't feel like you have to make five garments a week. And also it's okay to throw away things that you've made badly. Oh my God, yeah. And throw it's out okay. the kitchen sink. Yeah. It's like you always throw away the first pancake. Exactly. Like, you can always throw I away know, the first make. <laughs> I know it's like I had an emotional attachment to a lot of these garments and they were in my cupboard for a long, long time. So the ones that are wearable, I gave to charity. Yes. The ones that are literally not wearable, I did throw away. Yeah. And I feel like that's okay. Don't let anyone tell you like what you have to do with the things that you make yeah no definitely definitely. that's what I would tell myself what would you tell yourself as a little ender to this episode slow down yeah I love that I literally I think because I mean don't get me wrong I loved it I love it I don't know why I said loved I (laughs) love it I love sewing if I can have a good five six hours in front of my sewing machine I'm happy. Give yeah. me a diet coke. Give me a little bowl of chocolate. Done. Oh my god! Literally set up. However, when I first started sewing, I think I got so excited. I was literally sewing something a week. Oh, mate! I was doing like two or three things a week. It's madness. I mean, I had a lot of time. Yeah. Everything was shut <laughs> for a good like 100%. year and a half. We're such a different breed of we sewists. Are. But yeah, you don't have to do everything. And also, if you hate making something, I categorically hate making jeans and trousers with fly zips why i'm making the billy trousers no i think the pattern's really nice no you love the billy trousers also i think you're allowed to not like to do things yes and you're allowed to accept that really early on and you're allowed to go fuck it no kate eva designs she only makes dresses i think she does make occasionally jumpsuits and some has made some oh yeah that's true i've seen her in the (laughs) zd but categorically she knows what she likes to sew she knows what suits her body and what she wants to do and she just does it and she knows what fabrics she likes. She yeah. doesn't mess around. No, she doesn't. She literally goes, I want to make myself a new dress. I want to enjoy the process. Wham, yeah. bam, thank you, ma'am, done. So yeah, spend your first while learning what you like. And then when you know what you like, it's okay to stick to that. Yeah, it really and is. And if that's making one pair of pants a month. Yep. Or like, I want to... if your obsession is making jackets, is it Sleeping Bavaria or Sleeping in Bavaria? She categorically, I swear to God, only makes jackets. 
Love that for her. Yeah, and they're like proper, fully lined, tailored, like Chanel style jackets. Yeah. But that's all she made. Also, your style will change. Yeah, oh my god. I used to make some wild things that I definitely wouldn't wear now. And that's okay. As in like, I know this is really big prints, but I used to wear some like really, really Mm. big prints. Yes, yes. That don't really go with anything, like just random tigers on... company we used to work for days. Yeah, exactly. That's not my vibe anymore. No, no. And so aesthetics change. Oh my god, always make sure you've got basics, basic colours, plain block colours in your stash. What do you mean? I, I went through a phase, everything was printed. That's me. Yeah. So always, if you are buying something from somewhere and you see a black cotton poplin, buy yourself two metres. Obviously this is within like your reach. But make sure you've <coughs> always got like a sing, like a plain jersey, a plain cotton, a plain What if something. you don't want to sew that? Well, just because there are going to be so many times when you go fuck, I need a plain skirt to go with that wild blouse I made last weekend for brunch this weekend. It's always such a good idea. And also they're great for twirls and they're great for pockets. Yeah, have twirl fabric. Have twirl fabric if you want a twirl. Okay, I feel like we need to stop now. How, we thought these were going to be the world's quickest episodes. Like two little 20 minute episodes and we've done two 40 minute episodes. My dinner's going to be very cold. You know what, though? This is exactly when we said we'd finish there, 8.30. No, well done. No, we said 9. No, we said 8.30. We said 8.30. Um, thank you so much for listening. As always, if you enjoyed us, please feel free to give us £3 on buy us a coffee, buy me a coffee, whatever it's called. Um, it just buy. helps keep the podcast alive. It's on the link in our bio. Yes. Um, we love hearing from you. As you know, we love the Instagram sewing community, so keep on messaging and commenting. We love to hear it. Can't remember what the episode is next time. Have a clue, you know. Um, um, yeah, that's all from us. Lots of love. Bye. Bye.